0: Greetings Earthlings! We are Lunar Crystalline and Akashic Beck, psychic intuitives, healers, and expanders. Each episode we tap into the astrology, numerology, energetics, and correspondences of the month to help you access more clarity, calling you to sink in
1: fully to the ritual of life and access your divine flow. Our guests share about their magical offerings and intuitive insights, which highlights our vision to help the collective tap into the embodiment of activation via their gifts. This podcast is an invitation to join the conversation, as its premise is to invoke the magic inside of you. Follow us down the rabbit hole while we answer the question, So, so about, about these vibes. vibes.
0: <laughs> Must start the recording, testing, testing.
1: One,
0: two. We one, are, three. wow, we're like real profesh. We got the podcast rolling we got the insta webs what's up gang 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 um do we need to have a um something up so we can see the questions because i can't see that far War- i can't see
1: but i don't know what to do
0: if
2: i opened it on my
1: phone
0: yeah why would don't you open it on okay. your phone katie yeah, and I'll pull it up it. that way we can Just see technical everybody technical things hi hi everyone
1: <laughs> we're here
0: Hola. you'd think as early as we got here we would have already been prepared and had all this set up but you know what we're going with the flow
1: we're doing so it. we're still doing it it is being done <laughs> yeah it's is, okay is this becca
0: Yeah, and we're also operating like the podcast, recording on the computer, and streaming live to you. You want to move your water bottle so they can see your beautiful face on that one? A nice blue, though, but yes. Awesome. All right. So, this is the mid month five check for October. Thank you. I'm Ashley, aka Lunar Crystalline. I'm a practicing witch, specializing in ancestral and herbal magic, an energy healer, a sacral embodiment coach. Um, I always forget. There's so many things, right? You do all the things. An aspiring astrologer. <laughs> um, primal movement. Primal movement instructor. All the things. Aesthetic dance. Asta- dance well, she's more of the aesthetic dance. We'll we'll get we We do that. it together. We do it
2: together. Yeah, we, we host workshops together, so,
1: you know. Yeah. Truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: True oh, and I'm a medicine woman, so I'm a certified herbalist. Um, I work with divine plant medicines, holding ceremonies as mm-hmm. well. Um, that is a big part of my path. All the things. This is the lovely Akashic
1: Beck. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm Akashic Beck and I'm an Akashic Records reader, numerologist, and an SCHH mm-hmm. practitioner, soul center healing hypnosis um, that incorporates um, past life regression, higher self-communication, and entity release.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can
1: vouch for all of those services because I've had all of them getting closer to me Mama
0: Sita. i feel like you're not close enough to me i'm
1: not i'm needy i like your snuggles i know all right cool there we go let me make sure they can see your beautiful face and today we are so blessed to be joined by the wonderful the amazing katie billings (laughs) say hello katie hello everyone (laughs) Um,
2: um mm. I'm Katie Billings. Um yeah, should I say yeah, more about the myself here? Please do. Please please here. Um so I um, am an intuitive oracle and medium. Um the name of my business is Hari Ananda Healing Arts. Um but you can access it through my um Instagram and Facebook pages under Katie Billings for now. Um I'm also a Kundalini yoga and meditation instructor. Mm-hmm. Um I enjoy Putting together collaborative classes, um, host classes a lot outdoors um, and workshops, a lot of things coming up in the future. Um, hosted collaborative classes with Becca and mm-hmm. Ashley. I like yeah. to tie different disciplines together. So yes. um, tie in the numerology to the kundalini yoga practice and tie in the herbal magic, you know, Um and that being said, I'm also um, a certified Avalonian priestess. Um, I went through a year-and-a-day program with Pixie Morris. Um, Shout out. And, yeah, she's awesome. She's the the good witch of Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I contest to that being true. Um, so I am an eclectic witch. Um, I love to put together um, ritual and um, bring together community mm-hmm. to help people tap into their own magic, um, to tap into connection with the elements, with, um, animal and plant spirits. Um, a big part of my daily practice is meditation and connecting with, um, particularly the spirits of plants, um, as they come. And so just helping people tap into their spirit connection, their ancestral connections and things like that through, um, community and ritual
1: beautiful i love that
0: somebody practiced oh i (laughs) I have some
1: notes (laughs) we always come prepared yeah with the notes but we're so grateful everybody's here joining us here at a new day studio shout out to a new day studio for allowing us to record (laughs) uh the wonderful jennifer ledbetter who is who is such a just a a beam of light do you you want to come in and say hi come on. Welcome. <laughs> She's behind the scenes. We have an audience today. It's great. Yes. Wonderful. Also, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we're so <laughs> glad to have everybody here. It's, it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always yeah, it's good to be here. nice for things to flow together like they do. Yes. Yes. Y-ows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Worry, so, we're gonna get silly here in a minute. I we like always we're being do. like all proper and stuff because Jennifer's watching, but
0: we start cutting up here pretty soon so if you want to come we yeah. angels, We're angels. <laughs> awesome so I think before we get into the energetics the numerology mm-hmm. the astrology of the month we kind of want to highlight Katie and all of her awesomeness we, she is going to be with us Aww. on a retreat did you mention that?
1: I have not okay Ooh, yeah yes. so we've got a
0: retreat coming up next year in can I say it? In Salem, Massachusetts, Aww. the theme of it being surrounding the witch wound. Yes. Um, the witch wound being, you know, empowerment, stepping into empowerment, releasing outdated structural and societal names and perceptions mm. on what it is to be a woman in her power or a man you know just to be someone in their power um it's right. going to highlight a lot of different things a lot of different gifts all with the premise to get you comfortable in being in your gifts um unapologetically mm-hmm. so yes. yeah it's going to be great so katie will be joining us as yes. co-leader
1: Hi. Yay. co-leaders Co-fighters.
0: It's gonna be fantastic. Along with the Memphis Sound Healer, she was on the podcast the last vibe check. So mm-hmm. I think we'll just get into yeah. We have we got her questions. So we were like super fresh, or Becca was for the most part. I like did two of them. Um,
1: wow. <laughs> so which, which yeah, two of those? it was the last two.
0: I came in on the tail end of it, Right on. Right on. Um, So do you want to ask her the questions? Do you want to get into it? Oh, what is life are today? Are we I know. okay? What I feel life? like we're floating, which is I
1: feel big like energy. There's, mm. Yeah, the
0: Mercury square Neptune is definitely, um, oh, I'm sorry, Mars square Neptune is definitely creating some, like. It sure is. Yeah. so it sure is. Yeah.
1: We got it. We What's can't today? help it. Friday. And we're in a seven universal month, so we're all up in our mental energy. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's it, in this, it's encompassing this space right now. Yep. And we're going in between being focused and ready, like mm-hmm. we were earlier, and then. Yeah, <laughs> to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wanting to take a nap the moon's
0: moving out of gemini mm. into cancer so yeah
1: mm-hmm. yes. we got it
0: all right okay
1: well to wow. katie i'm gonna ask wow. you a question okay are you ready i'm ready okay so katie i know you told us a little bit about yourself but could yeah. you kind of elaborate a little bit more tell us a little bit about your story and your spiritual journey mm. Okay,
2: Um, I really appreciated this question um, because it gives you time to kind of like sit and kind of look at what that was, you know. Um, And I actually, um, I grew up, so in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, my mother was very much like the typical, like good girl, rule follower, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Didn't question societal norms, very much did not want me to um, grow up in a Methodist church. Um, we did go to, you know, Sunday school. We went to you know, Wednesday night supper, um, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> um, and all of those things. But as I got older and I started having a lot of questions um, for my mom, especially as I got to like, I would say like sixth grade when you start to, you know, in adolescence. Um, and I just started questioning things and there were things too that, that were in her belief system that just didn't really jive with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was also aware of these other paths, you know, um, I was curious about them, um, and she was very adamant that that was just not, you know, that there was no reason to look these other ways and just to keep our head down, keep ourselves out of hell, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> basically.
1: Keep um, her front. And what's really
2: funny, when I was a little girl, I, like, took it very seriously. This is actually a true story. It's really funny. I didn't plan to tell it. But, like, I remember being in first grade, and I had told a lie because I cheated on a spelling test. My teacher was sure I did, but I, I was adamant about no, that I didn't. Because I pretended to, like, walk to the caf- the the the, the classroom sink Mm -hmm. during the spelling test, you know, and then pause to look at this dude's, you know, (laughs) and came back. Sneaky, sneaky. And I was like, I lied. Like, and I sat on the playground by myself and, like, accepted. Like, I was like, I'm going to hell. Like, literally. (laughs) I had that moment. And then I hopped back up and, like, ran back over. And I remember they were doing relay races. And I was like, all right, back to the relay races, you know. Um, But I think there's a lot of pressure in those systems. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To just be perfect. And it almost was just not even acceptant of our humanity. Like, our core being. Um, And so I did start exploring um, some aspects of witchcraft and paganism um, as I entered high school. Um, I became very kind of enthralled, honestly, with Jim Morrison of The Doors. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yes.
2: And, um, you know, his his poetic essence. Um, And I just I started reading his poetry books and I started learning and um, I was like, wow, you know, this guy actually, um, at one point he went and lived on like a rooftop, you know, like kind of just said, forget everything. I'm figuring out my own path. I'm listening to my soul and my intuition. And I very much, um, align with feeling like the soul of the poet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was compelled, right? Um, so I had an opportunity, um, in high school to have a psychedelic experience, mm-hmm. And I chose to partake. And that experience was um, very impactful. Um, It was a beautiful experience. Ended up being back in my backyard outdoors Mm -hmm. under the night sky. My best friend Anna and I literally having like... um, Awakenings, you know, mm-hmm. like our consciousness. We just were seeing everything like it was new, and seeing the trees breathe. And what we started to notice very soon thereafter is that our third eye chakra, which we didn't even know what it was, had been blown like wide open. Oh yeah,
0: wow. Do that,
2: okay? And I started like not having had any guidance, just laying in my bed and focusing on that point and seeing a blue light, you know. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing like I don't know if I was receiving maybe some messages from guides at the time because mm-hmm. I didn't really acknowledge that that maybe was a thing until much later in life but I was getting guidance to focus on that center and then think about things that I wanted to bring into my life mm-hmm. and then Anna and I would start playing with it yeah and so like we'd start like I would be like I'm gonna send you a message tomorrow during school you know like and she'd be like was it during art class you know and stuff like that and I started noticing really weird things like people I would focus on mm-hmm. I would end up crossing their path and it was like whoa this wow. is really intense yeah. right so, Anna, um, actually, okay, so a little side trail. Um, I have another little announcement to make on your podcast. Okay. Um, that I am soon going to be starting my own podcast. Um, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Um, And it is going to be called the Sunset Witchery. Oh, and what it will be is actually at first, I'm just going to kind of talk about my journey. Right. And I'm going to bring people in who have been mentors or friends along the path. So, Anna, I got in touch with her. And she's going to be on it. And I'm cool. so freaking excited. Oh, I know. Great.
1: The origin story. Origin. Yeah. So have you maintained um, communication with her all these years? We don't talk you... a lot,
2: you know. Okay. I mean, we might check in every couple of years. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I but she's that. so excited about it. She was cool. like, yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. That's
1: so awesome.
2: Um, yeah. And she and I would start going to cemeteries, and we started noticing we could feel energy, you know, mm-hmm. there, and the energies of, like, kind of maybe who was... Um, you know, whose life was being commemorated and kind of their spirit, so anyway, um that was kind of a beginning mm-hmm. right there, and really realizing fe- that I could feel the energies you know which I think we all can if we mm-hmm. if we tune in um in nature and and otherwise, it's
0: a muscle right
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I think so I think so um yeah, so skip forward a little bit um I Moved to Austin, Texas. Um, I had some more really interesting experiences with intention mm-hmm. um, and realizing, like, again, these were these were experiences where plant medicine was involved, but where the collaborative intention of a group could create an outcome. Okay. And if everyone wasn't on board, it wouldn't. Okay. And came to like learned that like the lighting of the fire like had everyone had to be on board in the group and had two situations where we called upon the element of fire to like collaborate with us in a windy windy freezing you know we had hiked down into like um it was the barton creek green bed is what it was but it was Mm -hmm. like the winter yeah because we're kids and we're like yeah we'll go down there be cool it's freezing Mm -hmm. and we found wood in in the in the woods and built a fire you know mm-hmm. and and so through our collaborative efforts and calling on that it was really powerful and then had that same experience at another time so anyway those were just kind of things that were solidifying the uh the intentionality and the fact that we can work with elements
0: mm-hmm.
2: so kind of fast forward um my my spiritual journey was really heightened when i started practicing kundalini yoga mm-hmm. Um, which was in 2015, mm-hmm. and I went to a Thanksgiving class at Delta Groove Yoga with Valentin Leonard, the amazing, Shout out. Shout out. yeah, to Valentin, and that class literally changed our lives. Um, Charles and I, my husband who attended with me, we went to the park after that class, and we rewrote and integrated huge life changes,
1: mm, very cool. um,
2: and I decided that day I would do the training for a year, and I would you know, I mean, I would participate for one year as, like, a student, and then I would um, I would do the training. And so, yeah, um, that happened. I feel like I'm being really long-winded.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No, it's perfectly fine. Go ahead. <laughs> um,
2: and that just sort of read, like led. That's where I met Pixie was there. Um, I happened to... Um, get a Get a message that I should take on a mentor, um, and I joined her training, which was amazing for that year and a day. Um, it was again kind of solidified to me to kind of work with the spirits of of plants and animals um, during that and and to collaborate with them. And I went on from there to start to feel like my intuition was opening a little further. Um, I took another couple courses, um, I participated in a course called The Seance Coven with uh, Kat and Dan Eckhart, who are incredible, um, based out of Maryland, and explored um, different types of channeling and gifts, mm-hmm. and so from there, um, I started practicing as an oracle and intuitive, And. Um, yeah, their, their guidance. And I think that just taking on mentors is so helpful,
1: Yes, you know,
2: because it gives that structure to the learning. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then the
1: Capricorn,
2: (laughs) I I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. So, and now here I am with these amazing women and just, um, the, the Memphis spiritual community Mm -hmm. is incredible. Uh, so grateful for it all. And so here we are just kind of building, setting intentions for the future, the retreat and all that good stuff
1: community building yes yes, yes. thank yes. you Katie that was so awesome that was <sighs> I love <Such> that, that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean you know our spiritual journeys all look different and mm-hmm. I just I mean I know you yeah. said oh I feel long-winded it's like no take all the time mm-hmm. you need like right you worked really hard to get to where you are you yeah. know yeah like I, I appreciate that honor it, it. Honor yeah. it. <laughs> cool. okay next question i forgot do you remember
0: do i oh you were memorizing the question wow
1: you're amazing i got it here we go we
0: all right next question did that okay did mediumship come naturally to you Okay. yeah so i would say um
2: in a way yes Mm -hmm. um I realize now after taking the course that I was doing automatic writing. Mm. Um, I've looked back through things that I, you know, wrote, um, especially as I went through priestess training. You know, I remember channeling um, some some messages, you know, from like I remember like a, a blues musician who had clearly lived in the Memphis area, you know, and mm. just taking through these messages as they would come through. Um, Do you remember who it was? No, I don't. No, You're like, I can get, I
1: have an autograph? Right. <laughs> um, but
2: <laughs> through my own hand, yeah, <laughs> that could be a new thing, Our right? Greg was like
0: computing what you were saying. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. Think I'm turtled turtled I turned it off. Sorry. Yeah,
2: I don't even know if I got as far as the name, but, like, the messages that came through were clearly, like, other and really impactful. Mm-hmm. You cool. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you actually, so Becca helped me a lot um, mm-hmm. with understanding that I was receiving messages from some of my guides. I did an Akashic Records reading with Becca about a year ago. Has
1: it been that long? It was. Wow. It was in October <laughs> of... 2021. Mm. It feels like it was five minutes ago and also 10 years yeah. ago at the same time. Yep.
2: <laughs> and so like, yeah, it's because
1: I feel like I've known you forever. That's all. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I had been having these names come through and I had been writing from, you know, the perspective of, of a guide who I'll, I guess I'll, I can share Yeah,
1: go their ahead. name. Yeah, absolutely. Sybil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, and, the the wild thing was that these two guides immediately came forward to Becca and when she was like, two guys have just stepped forward and these are their names. And they were the names of the Mm -hmm. two, you know, who had been coming. So it was, Mm -hmm. it was really incredible and helpful. And I think that's why it's so important for us to have, um, community in all of this and not just try to like lean on our own understanding, you know, because we can help validate Mm -hmm. each other and do, do readings for each other. Mm -hmm. So
1: absolutely.
2: So, yeah, but I think, you know, um, when I was younger, I don't think that I was I don't think that that was really happening until maybe a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I just started getting a lot of messages to like start really listening to my intuition and to start doing readings, even though I don't have tarot memorized. It was to do it intuitively, which right. was how I was taught. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that, you mm-hmm. know, and it was like, I almost felt like I couldn't not do it. Mm-hmm. And then the prompting was to like do the channeling. And I was like, well, I'm either doing it or I'm crazy.
1: And I'll find <laughs> out.
2: Yeah, Like people will be like, nope, <laughs> you know, or not. And I yeah. just, you know, so it was just kind of a, um, just part of the trust process, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely, like, an urge that was, like, if you don't do this, you will, like, you know, you will not be happy. You will right, not be fulfilled. Right. And there will be this nagging. Yeah.
0: For sure. Heeded the call. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did, too. I'm going to yeah. skip this one because you kind of answered it already. Yeah. Um. So, next question. Cool. Which you've told us one, but what deities, guides, ancestors do you feel most connected to in your practice? Okay. Um... I work with um several
2: regular um guides and deities. Um but I do call on other energies a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but the main the main um guide that I work with is Hakate. Mm-hmm. Um, she came to me about a year and three months ago and was very um insistent that I work with her and I was feeling like I should as well, you know um and so she has come to me as very much a guide very much um so hecate is like this goddess of it might sound a little you know a little say it dark yeah. but she's like the goddess of witchcraft of mm-hmm. necromancy which makes sense mm-hmm. for communing with the dead mm-hmm. um and the crossroads you know she helps people who are at a crossroads mm-hmm. in their life um, making decisions such as death, mm-hmm. right, is a crossroad. Um, she can see in three directions at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, very much um, associated with dogs, like mm-hmm. the the energy of of the canine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and she has a really beautiful energy, and she has a very deep relationship with plant medicine. Mm-hmm um and i think that that was a huge part of the call because when i started reading her book keeping her keys it was like a remembrance mm. it was like every everything that you know every um herbal concoction sounds like familiar and makes sense mm-hmm. mm. so it's been kind of like just a, a call back to self yeah um and i've since connected to like through through a session with ashley actually a rape ceremony mm-hmm. um with my, like, most ancient earth um, ancestor, grandmother energy, mm-hmm. um, Amina, and she told me that she, too, is affiliated with Hekate, mm-hmm. um and the oak tree. And there's an oak tree in Memphis that I've been going to for the last year and three months <laughs> and sitting under every day that is the Hecate tree, you know, to me. So that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's the main one. I also work with Ganesh. Mm-hmm. Um, big, big Ganesh fan. Um, I work with Kuan Yin, mm-hmm. um, and i I have often worked with Lakshmi mm-hmm. um green Terra uh Durga energy work with Christ Consciousness and Mary Magdalene as mm-hmm. a tag team duo um, oh, yeah. for shadow work um, and the wolf mm-hmm.
1: yeah have a wolf spirit guide as well yes beautiful yes yes and 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 I like to men- always mention the animal spirit guides mm-hmm. because I mean I feel like like sometimes they can get overlooked but they're just as important and potent and powerful mm-hmm. as mm. you know Ganesh and all these other yes. you know heavy hitters yeah. if you will mm-hmm. um so don't discount your animal spirit guides don't
2: don't do it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's amazing, and they're they're all our teachers.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That elemental spirit. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. What's our next question? All right,
0: last question. What does a session with you look like?
1: Okay. All right.
2: Cool. Um, that's a good question. I get asked it a lot. I'm thinking that's I should I type out it. a template. Here you and go. totally should. Here's transcribe the template. This, you know. Right now. Here we go. Um, <laughs> okay. So, right now, I do my sessions by recording. They aren't done live, Um, and what I do um, is I connect with your guides, I connect with, um, sometimes what will happen, I'm noticing a pattern is traveling into your past life, Mm -hmm. um, and we'll receive information that is pertinent to your um, most exalted path unfolding, okay, so um, a session with me begins, of course, with just like a consultation, right? I feel like I sound so proper. I know. So, with a
1: consultation. For <laughs> oh, you A cup of tea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there it is. I'm like, when are we going to cut up? When like, oh, are we going to laugh? Like, goodness, yeah. <laughs> it's just so serious. Really. I don't know. I don't Tell know. us about your consultations, though. My consultations. Um. Only if you speak in that accent for the rest of the time, though. Okay.
1: Are you ready, boys? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Pinkies
2: out. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, so basically um I'll see if you have like any questions. You know, mm-hmm. people have specific questions they want to ask, that's great. Um they might just want a general reading and that's cool too. Um either way. Um I asked for their um what is it? When you tell me you can do something, you're you giving me the go. Permission. 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 <laughs> I was like, what? Permission. I'm asking for permission <laughs> to connect with your guides. Okay? Because I'm never going to try to just connect with people's guides.
1: exactly Without
2: yes. their permission. So we'll I'm not going to try to get into your energy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: Because that's rude. Yeah.
2: ain't
1: <laughs> mean, nobody got time with that.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> know if they're like, no. <laughs>
1: Talk to her first.
2: Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> so then, what happens? Um... I, okay. So once you've decided, um, then what I do is I create sacred space, Mm -hmm. right? So I always cleanse the energy, um, and I create an altar just for you. So I've always been guided as I create my altars to put whatever's on them. Like spirit is guiding me, Mm -hmm. you know, so I might bring a rose quartz. I might bring a plant. I might, and it's usually, you know, it's usually pretty elaborate. Actually, I'll, I'll send a photo, um, you know, And as I go through the reading, oftentimes they'll be revealed to me why these items are at your altar, you know? Um, Then I chant a protection mantra. Um, I usually play the mantra as well, you know, while I'm cleansing. Um, I cast a protective circle, um, and then I call in my guides. Um, I set the intention for any information to be received to be for your highest good and most exalted unfolding, and I will... um, call in your guides as well Mm
0: -hmm.
2: okay um i will state any questions as you've stated them you know um and ask your guides okay and then what happens is kind of like i go into a meditation and usually the spirit team arrives and they arrive in a certain formation and i see them and um, i'll start explaining to you what i'm seeing and then I'll often receive like visual imagery of, of different things going on and I relay it and, and spirit will start to come through. So um, generally they'll announce kind of who they are and then they will either show me a scene or they will directly verbally address you, you know. And so I'll bring the messages in that way. And usually there are several Um, and it's really adorable. Like when they leave, they all have their own way to exit Mm
0: -hmm. and sometimes they know people are waiting Mm -hmm.
2: and the, uh, you know, sometimes it feels like, Mm -hmm. like they're right there at the door. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, next, you know? And, um, yeah. And then like, uh, you know, usually, um, I'm prompted to draw, you know, a tarot card, an Oracle Mm -hmm. card, a rune, something like that. Um, usually a couple, two or three cards end up coming through at the end. Just, you know, I, I thank everyone for being there. And, um, yeah. Bob's and your I, uncle.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, and, then, and then I send it, you know, and, and that's that. But uh, I have done a session in per done two sessions in person. And it is interesting. It's something that I, I entertain. Mm-hmm. The possibility of doing more because some ancestors want to speak directly right. to their um mm-hmm. their loved one yes yep. you know
1: absolutely
2: and uh i had a reading once where that happened and the person wasn't there and it made me realize that you know that's that's a door that i think is wanting to be open mm-hmm. absolutely yeah
1: yeah there's like this energy exchange this, mm-hmm. you yeah. know and and doing it in real time is Yeah, there's nothing else like it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that could be something like coming.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, we got a heart. Thank you. Well, thank you. Oh, it's Charles. Hello, Charles. Hello. Hello. Oh, Charles. All right, well, wonderful. Yes, you thank wanna, you. Yeah, you
0: want to let everybody know. So we're going to put all of Katie's deets in the info under the video so you can learn where to find her. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything special coming up? I already know the answer to this, but do you <laughs> want know. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nobody told me. You want to let them know some things you have coming up um, for the month of October.
2: Yes, yes, I do. Yes, yes. I do. Um, it just so happens so. Ashley and I are going to have a salen. Um, you're say that one first. We, Well, we are. we are. We're having a that's Samhain happening. ritual. I thought that was what you were talking about. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, coming up in uh, October, and that's going to be amazing. On October 29th at Delta Groove. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be really beautiful. Um, I have community classes going on. Um, Kundalini yoga. Like I said, I collaborate with people in the community, bring in musicians, um, bring in people just with all kinds of gifts Mm -hmm. to share. So those are ongoing, um, and I will always have information on my own Facebook page. Um, I create events for those. So it's kind of going, what I've noticed is, like, the season's changing. Have y'all noticed? No, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And it's getting really dark early and my classes have been at the parks primarily. Um, and so it's going through a little shift as we figure out what it looks like, but there's, um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a couple spaces that are looking like where we're going to be. So I will keep you guys posted on that. And then I guess the main thing that I'm super excited about is this retreat next year yes. in Salem. So and Do we want to talk amazing. a
0: little bit more about
1: that? Um, do you right now? Okay, yeah. let's do it. Let's talk about it. Okay. So this retreat in Salem, um, as we said, it's going to be about the witch wound, but it's more than that. It's mm-hmm. about like allowing yourself to embody who you truly are, your authenticity, your, um, your power, your gifts, whatever's coming through Mm -hmm. that has felt suppressed in some way. Maybe it's something that maybe you have, you aren't fully cognitively aware of what it is. Like we want to help you find that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also going to be, you know, about healing, you know, if, Mm -hmm. if they're aside from the witch wound, but if there's something that, um is coming up for you that wants to be healed like that's something these are all things that we're going to dive into um during the witch wound retreat Mm -hmm. um and then you know Ashley and Katie and the Memphis Sound Healer and I are all going to bring our gifts you know we will Mm -hmm. have um classes Mm -hmm. you know so um we can you know have a learning experience, um, and have the tools that you can use to empower yourself as you move forward. Um, after the retreat, um, we're going to have, um, Look, have all kinds retreat
0: of retreat notes up. I'm like, let's tell them some of the classes we're going to yes, have. Yes,
1: let's do it. Um, but we're also going to have fun. We will have, you know, a day where we go around Salem yeah, and, and ex- like a bunch of tourists and explore everything. day. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta do it. Yeah. And, um, going to yeah. be ceremony there's going to be ceremony yeah, rituals um
0: i'll be doing rapes katie and i i think we're in conjunction going to mm-hmm. be doing rape ceremony slash um because. breath work mantra mm-hmm. um in the mornings for people who want to wake up super early with us mm-hmm. at five thirty, 30 watch the sunrise yeah watch the sunrise yes. and stuff and then becca and i will be doing energetic check-ins and numerology for the day Um, I'll be coming up with a daily tea to kind of work with the energetics for the day. We've got the Memphis Sound Healer doing some sound healing classes. I think Mm -hmm. she has like three of them lined Mm -hmm. up in there. Um, Yeah, Becca's going to be doing Akashic readings. She's going to be doing numerology classes. Mm -hmm. Katie's going to be doing... What are you doing, Katie? Kundalini. She's going to be doing... We're going to do the um, Ecstatic oh, Dance. Oh, ecstatic Dance and Primal um, Movement. That's going to be great. Yeah. I think we're even doing that Throwing the Bones yes. and ancestral Magic class, yeah. which I'm super oh, yeah. stoked about. It's um, going to
1: be incredible, you guys. Yes. Like, y'all don't yeah. even know. So <laughs> its we're
0: going to have details coming out towards the end of the year, beginning yes. of January and start. Um, we already have a couple people tentatively signed up. Um, it <laughs> is limited spots, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's all inclusive except for airfare, so it includes meals, boarding, and all of the classes and workshops, and then on the side of that, we'll have private sessions available yes. for those yeah. who are interested. So, yeah, it's gonna be lit. Yes, and any tours that we do yeah, um, are included as well. Yes. Right. You'll get chauffeured around in a big eco van. It's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So
1: you don't have to worry about anything okay. while you're there. <laughs> right. Just healing just and just expanding your. Souvenirs, yeah, yeah. souvenirs. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Um. Okay. <laughs> all right. Awesome.
0: Anything else?
1: You wanna I get think into that's it? good. Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into
0: it. All right, I'm ready. Hello, we're here. Vibe check, October. Do you want me to start? No. Or do you want to start? You go ahead, then. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. So, October, <laughs> October, um, October has been holding this big energy in the realm of like transformation, activation, mm. opening of the psyche, transmutation. Um, it's really been a month of like dynamic change, and is only going to continue to do so. We have. Um, the sun moving into Scorpio at the end of the month, the twenty third. Venus will also be moving into Scorpio. We have mm. a partial, partial, partial. a partial. <laughs> we got a partial, y'all. <laughs> Look
1: that. <laughs> Am I rubbing off on you? Is I, think so. <laughs> I think hmm, I'm yeah. sounding like honey
0: on a more biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. I'm like, can we shake this up? All right, cool. Um, So we've also got a partial solar eclipse. Um, and Mars and Gemini turning retrograde towards the end of the month. So we are entering eclipse season. So big transformative energy in that realm. Can you feel it happening? I know I can. Right? <laughs> so, and we've had Jupiter and Aries right now, but it's actually going to be uh, stationing retrograde and entering Pisces. Um, right. or, well, it's already retrograde. It's entering Pisces. Um, like I was saying, Mars and Gemini is retrograde at the end of the month. So it's really about how we tap into choices and decisions, more habits and patterns will be tapped into as we look at what we are learning, um, being a teacher via our words and our thoughts. Um, Let's see, we've got this Saturn Uranus square energy that has been holding some big vibes in the beginning of the month that you may have been feeling. Um, So let's see. So like the first week of it, man the first week man the first week in october (laughs) so the square between saturn and uranus we also had jupiter at a half square um it was really accentuating the extremes of saturn wanting to hold back um and uranus wanting you know that big change that extreme change right Libra season is showing us where we want our energy to be more in balance. Um, and it was also bringing up our consciousness towards compassion and looking at our relationship to other um, and how it ties into our own self-worth. So I know like the, the first week and into the second week, there were big themes surrounding like comparison. We were really like kind of looking at our own circle and comparing ourselves to others or like comparing Mm. our gifts to others. Like there were a lot of sensitivities being highlighted Mm. and stuff. So we were really called to kind of keep this in our awareness and not to like go into the deep end of it. Um, don't go into that programming of comparison that's kind of like imprinted on us, you know, from childhood where we're just taught to like compare to kind of, you know, recognize the outside world. Um, so it was also bringing up a lot of relationship habits, habits and patterns. Um, Mm -hmm like looking at what you wanted to enjoy, um, and your needs as it pertains to other people. Um, Mm -hmm. We were asked to kind of objectively meet people where they were at, um, so that way we could be met in the same way. Mm -hmm. Mercury Station Direct, um, so, you know, there was a lot of big, we could kind of feel that stop happening. Um, The energetics were kind of having us look at our subconscious thought patterns. Um, It was bringing a lot of stuff to the surface the first week in October. Our mind was kind of sifting through things, um, especially surrounding our insecurities and our wounds. Um, Mm -hmm. The past was coming up a lot. Like, you know, Chiron was throwing ass doing some things. So it was like, really? You know, making us look at like self-sabotaging tendencies. Um, And yeah, really like what you chose to subscribe to in your mental landscape was really prevalent. And it was asking us to really look at where we could take like self accountability, um, where we could have self sustainability. Um, And that, you know, self accountability was really allowing us to kind of take the reins on our life and to not, you know, not to let life happen to us. You know what I mean? There was this tug of war also, between like real life and fantasy, that was happening, mm-hmm. um, so as we were breaking through these wounds um, and dissolution, it was kind of like you know what do we know to be truth, and where are we operating out of old hurt mm-hmm. was super prevalent. yeah, the first week in October was ratchet <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah um, let 's see what happened. here we go i 'm just looking at my dates all right, so towards the end of the week. You know, there was this um, necessity. We were kind of going, the moon was void, of course, for a few days. So it was really kind of about where we could find fullness in the emptiness. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things were coming to the forefront of our awareness and the need to find, again, how we can have self-sustainability um, and find wholeness within the self. Um, you probably found yourself like tapping into your own gumption mm-hmm. you know you know your own resources to heal and analyze you know what is needed to self-soothe and what you value to find balance to the inner and outer landscape. Um, mm-hmm. We were hit with a lot of like quantum level pings like a lot of activation energy has been happening this month as well as mm-hmm. last month I mean it's just gonna continue to happen. Um, we hit a lot of like um, there was a lot of like magic being highlighted again those intuitive um, insights the flow like if we were leaning into the flow of it um and the energy of nothingness and really becoming uncomfortable in the comfortable we were better off but the more you were Mm -hmm. resisting the flow the more it was like kind of taking you into the undertow Mm -hmm. um and again we've had a lot of this really dreamy energy too in the beginning of the month where we're seeing like kind of walking in the dream realm like dreams were super yeah. prevalent a lot of messages I know yes. personally for me and yeah people I'm in connection with like a lot of messages coming in through the dreamscape and almost when we were in the waking life and walking in this dream realm um, mm-hmm. so which is why grounding which I feel like has been super important was even more so because it kind of was almost like I know personally for me this whole month has kind of been like this where I need, like, a tether so I'm not floating out into the ethers, Um, having a hard time kind of, like, balancing the 3D life and, you know, channeling spiritual tune-ins and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, and then falling into escapism um, is still really big. Um, Mercury was trying with Pluto, so it was accounting for some of, like, this transformational data being poured into the mental space um, that was, like, flooding in with a lot of intensity. Mm -hmm. And then, let's see... Where are you at in your new, before I keep going, because I did it per week, so I'm going into the second week. We don't share notes or, like, talk about this beforehand, (laughs) we really gotta get it
1: together. Yeah, so, um, keep going. Keep going. And then I'll, I'll get into the neurology. Yeah.
0: Here we go. All right, I'll go until like, right after the full moon, then. Yeah. Perf. Okay, cool. Um, so... We also had, between the 8th and the 10th, we had Pluto stationing direct, um, moving through the 8th to the 10th, we had the moon moving <laughs> out of Pisces, yeah, and into Aries, um, giving the emotional space a lot of passion and charged force forward. Collectively, you may have felt the energetics of being able to get things done, especially like because we had the full moon in that range of time. So the 8th, we have Pluto and Capricorn stationed direct, and Pluto and Capricorn, Um, especially as it was retrograde, has been showing a lot of transformation in the realm of our ambitions, Mm -hmm. giving us insight on how to move through life's perceived challenges, that's what I like to call obstacles, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, with perseverance. Um, We've been seeing the need to look at our ideals surrounding personal power Mm. with the introspection of the retrograde. So like retrogrades, people get really bugged out about them, but really a retrograde is having us look inward Mm -hmm. whereas normally the planets they're affecting the things outside of us when we have planets in retrograde it's telling us to do to realign re-evision recalibrate Mm -hmm. and really look inward Um, We should look
1: at it as an opportunity rather
0: than muddying the Mm -hmm. water yeah word Um, So as it stations direct, we will start to see how these realizations we've been transforming within are going to look in the external landscape. Um, We also have the moon that was in Aries conjunct with Jupiter in Aries, um, which was offering some powerful energetics towards the initiation of expanding our emotional landscape with control fire, like so tempering Mm -hmm. the flames in a sense. Um, Aries says, I am, so it's a call to step into the thought pattern, questioning of how am i stretching past the preconceived notions of the capacity i can hold in my emotional body with charge force and control um all with the premise of seeing how that can illuminate where we can turn obstacles into opportunities of expansion nice. like becca was saying and so then we had the aries full moon everything was lit it was so, <laughs> um yeah it was a fiery moon um it Again, sure was. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, Aries is I am. You know, it's ruling the head, the brain, and the muscles. Um, it's you know our drive. It's mm-hmm. our expenditure of energy. It's our assertiveness. It's that warrior energy. It's right. that confronter, mm-hmm. um, initiator. And so it really kind of, you know, there's two sides of the spectrum with it. So it really kind of was offering us this invitation to slow down and proceed at our own pace with things while also watching our temper, um, you know, because that Aries warrior and remembering that whatever frustrations were coming up around this time, we're going to fade away quickly. Mm. Um, life Mm -hmm. was definitely feeling like a battlefield around that time especially in the first quarter of the month um so paying attention to our feelings but also being mindful of the feelings of others um the moon's reflection really highlighted like our need for support as well like and where we need Mm -hmm. that what that looks like um where can we sustain on our own and where can we ask for help um you also come and feel a little reckless you know Um, So we had to pay attention to that. Um, But, yeah, it definitely had... I love that you said Durga because it definitely had, like, big Kali, big Durga vibes. Like, it was definitely, like, this big divine feminine warrior fire goddess energy. Like, really fierce, you know, because as we have the moon as a feminine planet and then we have Aries, like, this big fiery warrior. It was just a really nice combination. Um, And so also... We had Mars, that's when it started to square off. So I mentioned that earlier, so Mars and Gemini was squaring off with Neptune and Pisces. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So Mars was bringing in more of that assertion towards our communication and the way we speak truth in our interactions, um, Mm -hmm. which was very prevalent with the Aries full moon. And Neptune and Pisces is where we see kind of like our imagination, like illusions specifically tied to the spiritual landscape being highlighted. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um. So yeah. So because we were seeing. seeing, (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Sure Um, is. Yeah. I don't even know where I was. All I know is that yeah. That second week again, like the thing that was coming up was also that self value, that self awareness, that self knowledge. Like we were kind of drifting. Again, it was like a highlight of where are we trying to escape. How we're feeling and where are we going to kind of look at those patterns and take them head on? Like, where are we operating from wounding and where are we operating from reality? Where are we operating from past stories and preconceived notions of self and where are we just going to, you know, be in the present moment and take life as it's coming to us? Because, you know, we also had Chiron doing a lot of things as well, which it's been doing this month. You know, Chiron is our wounded healer. um, So it's really been doing a lot of aspects that have been asking us to look at the wounds that we cause ourselves even. Right. You know what I mean? Like the stories, the wounds that we don't let go of because it's almost like, uh, who am I without these? Which right, we talk right, about a lot. Right. So, yeah. What other choice do I make? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, so I'm just going to keep doing that you now. You mean this is a choice? You know, yeah. right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It was great. Anyways, that's was, where we it are. It, it was a fun riot. Riot. It was a fun ride. A lot of, again, great. because this yeah. <laughs> yeah. Highlighting wounds. Highlighting, fiery highlighting fiery wounds and, and ratchet. Because, right. again, this month is about its big yeah. transformation. Mm. Big shift. Mm. Like, where are you willing to look at the dark crevices mm. of your soul mm. to illuminate and shine light on them so that right. you can actually have sustainable growth? Like, yes, how right. far are you willing to stretch past the idea of self? Like, where are you willing to bend that? And where are you willing to... Yeah, drop it and get it moving. Pop, lock, and drop. Um, pop, lock, and drop.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: um, so that's the full moon, yeah, and then I can continue in. So let's get some numbers. Tell us what the numbers were we'll doing the first two weeks numbers. of October. Oh,
1: my God. Okay, <laughs> so the previous month always helps lead us into the current mm-hmm. month, right? So let's just touch on September for just a second. Touch it. so september 2022 was a 33 6 universal month and and we really highlighted that month i feel like that was the month that really embodied what 2022 was all about Mm -hmm. um so you know when we're still in this 24 6 universal month right i mean universal year i'm sorry um and so we had a lot of to do with relationships Mm -hmm, like a lot and and that's been like an ongoing thing this entire Mm -hmm. year six is not right six is the number of relationship harmony um Mm -hmm. coming together love communication and um having an open experience Mm -hmm. as far as um looking at other viewpoints you know this was this was a great month a great opportunity for us to really um let our guard down Mm -hmm. if we were so (laughs) if we were strong enough to do so you know and vulnerability vulnerability Mm -hmm. has been also been a big theme of this month so we we've essentially been trying to rebalance our relationships Mm -hmm. this entire year Mm -hmm. yep but we talked a lot that month about um how there we have these lessons around expression in our relationships ancestral wisdom Mm -hmm. and those kinds of connections october 2022 is a 25-7 universal month. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. towards the end of the year, as it gets closer to the end of the year, the influence of the current year starts to wane. Mm -hmm. And this month, and and this is what I know from numerology and what I received as a message from my guides was that we're going to get a taste of what 2023 is going to hold for us um, in this month. So we're going to just see little spurts of themes and, and, and for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So we have this theme this month of mental health. And I did not know this was mental health awareness month when I started writing all Mm -hmm. this. So I was like, okay, (laughs) touche. Touche. But mental health, um, seven Mm -hmm. is the number of our mental faculties. So Mm -hmm. the mental space around us, the crown chakra, Mm -hmm. um, that was something that Katie and I taught um, at one of her classes Mm -hmm. was um, the seventh chakra. So it's um, awareness, heightened senses, Mm -hmm. ethereal wisdom, and elemental connection. Um, Seven also represents higher learning, education, it um helps us with our skillfulness so this is a great month if you have been feeling called to maybe expand your horizons uh, expand your skill set this was a great this is a great month to do so Mm. um so this month we we have so many themes um first first and foremost abandonment issues
0: Mm -hmm. so this
1: is surfacing i know surfacing right now much of this has to do with the fact it's a 25 universal month um which it it desires independence so that's kind of the five aspect Mm -hmm. um five is the number of freedom like personal freedom experiences um experimentation you know stepping out of your comfort Mm -hmm. zone um, and physicality, and, um, and then also partnership, which is the, where the two comes in, you know, we have a lot of two energy this year as well, um, two once that connection, um, it's almost, you know, a low vibration of two is codependency, so we've been grappling with that, um, like, who are we if we're not, if we're not in that kind of an unhealthy attachment, like you were saying, with Chiron, you know, we, We have really been looking at our wounds around um, our identity, Mm -hmm. you know, with it being an Aries, (laughs) you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. who are you if you aren't with this person? This person's not first and foremost in your life. What if you put yourself first for Mm -hmm. once? What if? Yes. So we've been needing to balance these two extremes. Um, And then, like I said, two desires to be in close connection, but too much of either of those energies um will cause disconnect so you know we've been trying to find a way to like you know how how can we make this work so a big theme for this month is compromise Mm -hmm. um and if you have abandonment issues either you know with family or romantic relationships um now is the time it's a great time to heal those wounds Mm -hmm. Um, so know that your worth is not tied into the actions of others as Mm -hmm. well. Um, people, we all make mistakes. We all do things out of emotion and not from a place of groundedness. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was also a theme of forgiveness around those things. Uh, no know your no. uh, oh and if you find yourself having issues with commitment so on the on the flip side of this <laughs> if you have is- issues with commitment ask yourself what part of commitment makes you so afraid mm. is it is it <laughs> truly question yeah like is it the fear it is it truly a fear of being hurt <laughs> yeah write it down girl <laughs> no is, is it truly a fear of being hurt rather than be feeling like oh i can't be in this partnership because i'm feeling suffocated you know like right. or are you do you feel like you will lose your identity if you are in that kind of connection mm-hmm. with someone mm-hmm. um so a lot of times uh and this is another theme of 7 is intimacy issues um because 7 is kind of reclusive it kind of wants to keep to itself mm-hmm. Um, so you know, shining a flashlight on all those things, you Solar know, partial eclipse in Scorpio. Oops. Oh. oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it 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 it's because we have these patterns that were established in childhood or even a past life, causing these feelings. Um, so another aspect is you know we're neglecting our own needs in favor mm. of keeping relationships that are not mm. good for us. Preach. Mm. Oh. So here we are doing this flip flop dance. Right. Um, so of, all of it's unhealthy <laughs> dynamics, but um, what these, are your
0: coping mechanisms? Yeah, is really. What the but that was, was right. like kind of
1: the central mode of healing. You know, that was kind of like the central theme as far as um, our relationships go, which, mm-hmm. like I said, was is a big theme of this year. Mm-hmm. So this month is giving us, like I said, a glimpse of 2023, right? And what that will hold for us as a collective. And the influence of next (laughs) year will be felt um, even stronger in November and December. But it'll just, you know, play out in a little bit different way. Um, We are also seeing a trend. Um, So seven deals with negotiation. Mm. Um, So we are going to see this T- this trend continue. It kind of started last month and that's a similar theme that 6 and 7 hold um is is negotiation, you know, trying to make sure that everything is fair and honest, mm-hmm. that everybody's needs are being acknowledged and heard. Um so I'm seeing um you know, cuz like we were talking about like the railroad Mm -hmm. workers and things like that I feel like those kinds of things are going to continue to happen because it's kind of gonna it's gonna trickle down into other avenues Mm -hmm. of our society yeah and people are gonna start to say hey well it worked for them maybe it'll work for me because I mean you can't you can't ignore that you know workers rights are seriously being undervalued and neglected Mm -hmm. um you know and and it's been a theme and it needs to stop so Everyone needs to be, yeah, so civil liberties came up civil civil liberties um, is I mean, like I said, it's been an ongoing theme, but I feel like it will come to a major head next year, not so much right now, but I feel like um, justice and fairness for people when it comes to our voice, ideas, and individuality, because um, as I said, seven represents justice and fairness um, if you look at the the astrology. Yeah. You're saying so many things. I can't wait. I'm just like, of course it does. <laughs> course it does. Um, but uh, I believe Libra mm-hmm. is the seventh sign of the Zodiac and okay, the okay. justice is blind. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's holding the scales. Right. Um, so this is something that is going to be even more prevalent next year. We're seeing that now. Um, the right for all viewpoints to exist is going to be a big fight as it has been. Um, but I really feel, I mean, I've, I have a feeling that there will be a lot of resolve as well, um, because we can't always be at odds. There needs, there, there's going to have to be, um, you know, something has to give in other words is what I'm, is what I heard. And that's the theme that I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. So judgment and fairness, once again, when it, um, comes to, uh, oh, and, and, and rebalancing. So, um, you know, six, is also about rebalancing seven also has the theme of balance you know it, mm-hmm. it wants things to be able to coexist um the disproportionate demand is not being held up um mm-hmm. so we're going to be seeing mm-hmm. like I said th- that that's just going to be really really prevalent I feel like yeah. we won't be able to turn on the tv or the radio or anything without hearing about right. some kind of of action being taken um so influence versus interdependence (laughs) is going to be another theme that we see this (laughs) month and into next year valuing our own voice and our thoughts over tyrannical voices telling us what to believe think and feel the societal constructs the influence that she was talking about (laughs) that is Mm -hmm. that's part of what this entails we're going to be we're going to be like is is this really what i believe or is this what i've just been conditioned to think all this time (sighs) Mm -hmm. um we will be pulling away from the disconnected unrelatable influence of the one percent vocalizing distrust of large cult-like mentality uh, might get a big pushback like i don't have to go along with this you know kind of kind of vibes Um, And then also seven is the number of introspection. Mm -hmm. So as much as it likes to go outside of itself for wisdom and knowledge, it also likes to go inward because it wants to learn all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, Internalizing the need for balance and stability, uh, which of course is also influence of the six. And contemplating our next steps. Choosing to value your mental health by going within. Asking the hard questions. Seven likes to look at all... all sides of things like a very (laughs) okay (laughs) so yeah and placing value in knowing um seven likes to know (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it likes to know all the things um so once again you know back to to the theme of mental health um we're going to be noticing or having an awareness of our patterns so seven is about patterns Mm -hmm. and synchronicities Mm -hmm. cyclic thinking Um, identifying our feelings and being able to have the words that explain how we're feeling. I feel like that's personally a struggle for me. It's like, it's like I feel a thing, but I don't know how to tell you that, you know, we're going to have a little bit more clarity around those feelings. Um, And it's because like once again as we pull our identity away from all of these constructs that we've been living in all this time um Mm -hmm. we'll be able to to have our own voice and we'll be like okay i i now understand the channel is there now it's connected and i'll be able to express myself Mm -hmm. in that way now seven is also and this is a good thing (laughs) that it's a number of alchemy Mm-hmm. there's seven steps to alchemy and um it's, it's a, well I wrote it's a seven step process and this is a month of opportunity to begin that process mm-hmm. of alchemizing during your introspection process nice um what did what is it you want or need to alchemize you'll be able to identify that this is where we start to recognize like I said our patterns Um, and we understand how to collapse these mental prisons, not just escape them. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Exactly. I just love it. Yeah, isn't it cool? (laughs) No, it's so cool. Um, so we have a real big advantage here, folks, to eliminate toxic thought patterns Mm -hmm. and allow ourselves the space to create genuine connection within ourselves mm-hmm. um and this in turn will bring healthier and more aligned relationships to the forefront mm-hmm. um right. so yeah so if if and and that was something else that came up last month was you know relationships leaving our lives I actually kind of started back in august yeah. um mm-hmm. but relationships that are not in alignment leaving our going get <laughs> leaving <laughs> our reality beautiful um also do yeah I won't I won't I won't I won't um but I also want to point out one more thing before we go into November is um you know 10 <laughs> we're in the 10th month of the year mm. and the reason why the veil thins this time of year is because it's the 10th month one represents the mm. self mm-hmm. and zero represents spirit wow the connection that we have with our spiritual realm isn't that cool very cool yeah, you're cool you're
0: oh, oh, really? cool. <laughs> um, all right. Take it away. I can't wait to tell you how all of that goes along with <laughs> everything, <laughs> per usual. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this Walter, week, Walter Cron- <laughs> 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 Wait, you have to, like, there you go. Um, okay. <laughs> so, this week, so the beginning of this week, Was really Yeah, this week. We're into this week and then we're gonna roll into it. So it was really kind of about accepting chaos and being able to relinquish Mm -hmm. control. Um Mercury was in opposition to Jupiter, among other things. Again we have that Mars Squares and Neptune aspect. The sun was trying with Saturn. Um so the day was carrying like the beginning of the week was carrying big energetics of making our relationship with how we gather information, um and what that looks like in relation to other people in balance. Um we were open to receiving other people's viewpoints, but we also might have been challenging that um, in relation to self. Um, we had the mindset of seeing the bigger picture, but definitely um, this week has been kind of about as we become more clear and attuned with listening to our own intuition, we filter all of our interactions through that perspective lens. So it was very much, it's balancing relationships, but how mm-hmm. do I feel about it 1st mm-hmm. Um what it had, does this feel good in my body yes. as I move through, you know, with my interactions with others? Um, the sun trine with Saturn can account for this sense of fairness wanting to accrue in relation to traditional, um, value systems to structural systems. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a heightened sense of awareness surrounding decisions the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really like this doorway kind of opening to the higher realm. So, Paying attention to a lot of messages that have been coming through, like in the beginning of the week, like really observing those things. And like mm-hmm. the shift of the seasons is like super palpable yeah, right now. For sure. um, yeah, it is. And you were talking about that withdrawal. So, like these feelings right. of withdrawing into the self. Mm-hmm. Um, seclusion has kind of been a little prevalent as we seek right. to let go of identification and move more into embodiment of the senses so to speak mm-hmm. so like observation has been highlighted tremendously Totally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you going yeah um venus
0: moved into libra so there's this pull to need to find love within mm. the self and that again this codependency that yeah. sense of being incomplete without a mate um venus and libra it has like a very loving and romantic nature but on the other end of this it's those feelings of commitment um (laughs) <laughs> this, like, of, like, not mistaking infatuation with love. Like, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah. And, like... Um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like building something up yeah, in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, again, that Mars-square-Neptune aspect where it's kind of, like, putting us in this dream where, like, Mars and Gemini is like, I'm going to grab this, and I'm going to grab this, and I'm going to grab this. And Neptune's like, ooh, illusion, the magic. <laughs> yeah, so, um, magic. Yeah, so... Magic. Yeah, <laughs> So, yeah, like, what are you storytelling in your relationships, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and... You know, Libra has this aversion to conflict sometimes, um, mm-hmm. but it also invites you to be mindful of not agreeing things that don't jive with you, mm-hmm. um, that don't jive with your being. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Venus and Libra trine Saturn aspect that happened on yesterday. That happened on <laughs> it yesterday. Happened on <laughs> yesterday. On yesterday. Um, <laughs> and also, again, with this Mars square Neptune aspect that's happening in this later half of the month. Um, and a couple other things, we're getting a lot of mental clarity. Um, in connection with others, as long as we can keep our keep our hearts open and avoid jumping to conclusions, so that's mm-hmm. a big thing. Like yeah. not jumping to conclusions. Yesterday was like, you know what I mean, and even right. kind of going into today, like making sure, yeah, you're thinking before you speak, like making sure you're <laughs> not just worst case scenario. It makes um, me think. Yeah.
1: you makes. I'm sorry. It makes me think of that movie Office Space. Yeah, or <laughs> the jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> He's like, get it. We need one of those <laughs> We need one of those. We need one
0: of those. Um so yeah, we've really again, so that observation thing, we were like looking at things from an objective and rational standpoint. Um that's super helpful right now because we're rotating through a lot of points of perspective, Everybody's kind of like looking through perspective lens of self. So being mindful of that and also being mindful again that escapism, but not um detaching. Um, because we yeah. can be feeling very sensitive and raw, and it's a For very sure. vulnerable place. So making sure you're not detaching or dissociating, and you're really sitting with those feelings in mm. your body and looking at them from a projective, an objective, but projective, but what objective if standpoint. But I wanna
1: disassociate?
0: Disassociate. <laughs> <laughs> well, just come back from the darkness. Anyways, so okay. <laughs> next week. Um, so, <laughs> <Ew>. um, next, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hmm okay well, it's gonna be like the way he's like
1: <laughs> she's like uh, she's focused down. <laughs> i'm
0: taking notes here all right <laughs> so we've got a lot of a lot of things happening next week and we're gearing up again like i was saying we've got that partial solar eclipse in scorpio which is going to be super fun and venus is kind of tied with it venus is doing a comic kamiko- a causa. A- Kasimizi, kasimi, <laughs> which means that it's coming in closer relationship to the sun. My oh. is buzzing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's heating up. So think like it's what does the sun do to things? It it brightens them. It passion. It inflames them. Right. Okay. So the beginning of the week, we notice a focus on the heart center coming into focus, mm-hmm. um, and some transformation in the emotional body is going to be happening we will be deep diving into what nourishes the heart and doing so in a very playful and expressive way. Um, Let's see, on the other side of this, we may be feeling a little overly emotional Mm -hmm. if we're not careful. Um, There may be a tendency again, like I was saying, to fantasize a bit in the beginning of the week and making sure you pay attention to what is coming from that place of truth and what is based in our imagination feels really important with the energetics. Um, pretty much like be wary of joy, burnout, I guess, or drowning in the emotions as we're going through, again, a bit of transformation via the emotional body in the beginning of the week. So staying grounded, like staying tethered to the earth will be super helpful right. um, because you know, with the eclipse, Mars is also gonna be retrograde at the end of the month. So keeping this in the background as it's starting to slow down as it's gonna station retrograde. And we have some big squares happening, so things that will create some tension um, mm-hmm in this second half of the month joy just what we need but also tension it brings things to the forefront so you can deal with them and so right. that way you can you know right. make structural change with them right so we've got the sun um we've got the sun squaring pluto we've got venus squaring pluto and we've got mercury squaring, squaring pluto so pluto is in capricorn so think like boundaries goals sense of thinking mm-hmm. um Thinking their way is the way kind of with this aspiration of power tied to Pluto, which is bringing like things out from the underbelly right to the forefront so that transformation can occur. Um, sometimes it can be a bit compromising, uncompromising. Pluto and Capricorn can be a little traumatic in how it transforms structures, Mm -hmm. challenging how we can relate to each other and the planet in general. Mm So yeah, fun stuff. So um, on the 19th, Pluto is gonna square the sun in Libra. So with the Libra aspects happening, we are looking at how being diplomatic and wanting the approval of our peers matters, but also we are needing to tune into our own ideas. The sun squaring Pluto It's going to invite like stay away from being harsh like have a little compassion again don't close that heart off look at what power means to you and how that relates to getting what you want as well um appearances will be highlighted like the appearance that you put on to the the way you self-express is going to be highlighted um so also on the 19th we have venus in Libra squaring Pluto and Capricorn. So we see this energetic of wanting to balance our own needs for comfortability, going through some transformative changes. Um, You will be hyper aware of your resources, your own gumption, and how that ties into the commitments you've made um, in regard to the self and others. Being honest with yourself is gonna be super important next week. And in interactions, making sure you speak truthfully and with a higher perspective. That's gonna, you know, that taking the higher, yeah, Mm -hmm. and so like I was talking about this kamikaze, the (laughs) casivi. I'm Mm -hmm. still a student, y'all. Okay, I mean, Um, you could have said
1: kamikaze, and I would have believed you, right? Okay, so that's not the right thing. Um, Anyways,
0: so on the twenty second, so towards the end of next week, um, Venus is right by the sun so it's kind Mm. of like it's getting closer and closer to the sun which is called a kasimi which means that the planet is in close proximity to the sun or in the heart of the sun um it's burning up so it's interesting so like there's going to be this empowerment of venus right Mm. as it's close to the seat of the throne of the sun right the king so this could be a very interesting day for like the exaltation of feminine power like i wouldn't Mm. be surprised if like Someone in feminine power like came to the forefront, or it's just gonna be, and not only for women but for men too, because again we have duality within all of us, right? right? right. The divine feminine essence and the divine masculine. Come
1: through, queen.
0: (laughs) Um. So yeah, and then (laughs) so I think it's gonna be. I'm curious to see what the twenty second holds, Mm. and then that's the day of our class. It is the day of our class. Feminine power and its (gasps) exaltation. Boom. There you go. Um. We'll tell you about that in a minute. (laughs) So on the 23rd, Saturn and Aquarius is going to station direct. Yay. So as with um, the retrograde where we were turning inward about the structures of self, um, now it's going to be focusing more on the collective level and we'll be paying more close attention to the collective aspect again. So kind of what you were talking about, how all these things are kind of going to continue to move. It's going to be back from here and out there. Saturn, Mm -hmm. structures, tradition. Right. Um. And then we will be going, so, and then, fun stuff, um, so towards the end of next week and into the last week, we're going to be going into the more shadowy aspect of the month Mm. um, for a couple different reasons, so, shadowy, shadowy. and again, that introspection, like, Mm. introspective depths opening the psyche even more, we're going to have even more, like, psyche-transformative activation it's gonna be lit rad rad um so the moon will be moving out of libra and into scorpio we will um also be coming into scorpio season um and then venus is also entering scorpio and so we have this partial solar partial 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 i get excited (laughs) this partial solar eclipse in scorpio happening right so We're going to be investigating and gaining clarity, especially surrounding our goals and how that ties into our integrity. Um, We're going to see the importance of the tie between like divine timing um, and aligning it properly to lay foundations towards setting goals. Mm. Um, There will be this existential awareness surrounding reviewing lessons that have come up Mm at the beginning of the year and how that relates to our current relationships, um, how that ties into our boundaries. We've been setting in them, things like that. Mm -hmm. And, so on the 25th, here is. We have the partial solar eclipse on the south node um, in Scorpius, conjunct with Venus. Mm. And, of course, it's also going to be a new moon because that's when eclipses like that happen. So it'll be bringing up some challenges, or things to look at surrounding, like, Venetian things, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So relationships, sexuality, intimacy. Mm. Um, so we will see this dive into the subterranean depths of connection and how that ties into pleasure, love, mm. nourishment. Um, while also, again, some challenges in the, like, things that are suppressed, like you were saying, like, where are you suppressing these things? Right. Um, or, you know, you could find some difficulties if you close your heart off due to fear of harsh judgments. Mm. Um. Rem- mm. Yeah. Remember, we also have this undertone too, right? That Mars mm. with this Mars square of Neptune. So there's something that we will feel captured by. Um, Mars likes to take rash, bold risks sometimes. So as it's in relation to Scorpio eclipse with Venus throwing ass. Sorry, Jennifer, I curse
1: before Mars. I feel like <laughs> such a bad girl. Um. I literally wrote Not throwing it. ass. Um. It's so naughty. <laughs> That's literally in her notes, y'all. It's literally oh my gosh. in my notes. <laughs> um, before Mars stations retrograde <laughs>
0: on the 30th. So anyways, all of this with the <laughs> eclipse. Um, it's like the eclipse is going to ask us to revisit, realign, reimagine the things we want to put our time and our energy into surrounding what fulfills us, um, what brings us pleasure, yes. what grabs at our enthusiasm. This eclipse will be calling us to have serious conversations of transformation surrounding these themes. It's really going to be highlighting desires. Um, It's going to invite this like allowance of surrender in to transform Mm -hmm. our below the surface fears um, Mm -hmm. or where we have been suppressing or holding ourselves back. Mm. Self-love is like a big theme. Um, A good question for this eclipse that I came up with was where does my self-worth or self-value correlate with the connections I am in? how can I come to terms to my emotional truth surrounding that? Um, Because it's really going to invite us to be vulnerable in that, Um, Mm -hmm. really vulnerable in that space so that deep and true intimacy can occur within the self and also within our relationships. Because if we can't have deep emotional intimacy with the self, then how can we expect to mirror Mm -hmm. that in our relationships? Um, That's six and seven energy mm -hmm. right there. Yep. 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 I like it. And so... um, Again, with the, the squares that are happening, Mercury um, is going to square Pluto, and on the same day, Jupiter is going to retrograde, Jupiter retrograde is entering Pisces. So remember, we have Jupiter and Aries right now, so there's a little bit of a different energy when it enters Pisces. Um, Truth and information towards the end of the month, truth and information will be coming to the surface that may have been hidden. There will be a lot of depth surrounding these things. We will be gaining a lot of expansive, intuitive insight, allowing us to really gain clarity around things that we enjoy and how that ties into the kind of the great mystery of life. Um, We're going to experience a lot of spiritual highs. Um, The veil is thinning, so that makes sense with the invitation to observe also like where we're overindulging. And make sure we're not amplifying any negative shadowy vibes. Because, again, we have the sun moving into Scorpio. Like, go into the shadow, but remember to come up for air. (laughs) Seems prevalent. (laughs) Um, Pay attention to situations that make you feel like you want to escape. And Mm. create new structures surrounding that. Like, create new coping mechanisms surrounding that. Or even just observing, what are my coping mechanisms when I want to escape? What coping mechanisms am I using to move through that? Are they healthy? Are they sustaining? Right. Mercury Square to Pluto will be giving messages that will be um, that will feel very life-changing towards the end of the month. We're gonna have like a lot of life-changing kind of feeling conversations and insights. Um the square will be powerful because it's gonna reveal things that are hidden about the self and how we move into the world. Um we're really gonna be investigating how we bring our realizations out into real life, so to speak, in a fair and structurally sound way. And then with Jupiter 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 Lord jupiter help me (laughs) um so jupiter entering pisces whereas in aries we are a little more fiery pisces is a little more watery receptive to our expansion and our growth and tapped into the emotional body more intensely on the 29th mercury is going to enter scorpio as well so Mm -hmm. watching that you speak intentionally is going to be super important um watching that you speak truth and watching negative dialogues and thought loops at that time, yeah. um, and then on the following day we have Mars finally stationing retrograde. Um, so again, this energetic of things being uncovered. Watching the way that you respond as a way as opposed to the way you react. Mm-hmm. Um, the last week is it's going to shift a lot of these things within us, and the energetics will carry out through the rest of the year, um, and even into the next six months because we're entering eclipse season. So. We will really be morphing the ideas of self, uncovering our desires, again, these emotional truths within us, and transforming the framework in which we conceptualize how we balance what our desires are and what that means into re- in relation to how we prioritize our ambitions moving forward. Um, again, not only in our relationships, but in our spiritual day-to-day growth. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're going into November. Ba-dum-chsh. Here we go. Make a Anyways, so, yeah, all it is to say, the last, just expecting the last end of the month, going into kind of the shadowy aspect of it, which is going to kind of lead into the energetics going into November, the month of November. I can't wait for fucking November. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, like, kind of looking into the shadowy, remembering not to, like, get too far into the shadow, like, coming up for breath, like and a lot of things are going to be highlighted in how am i using my own intuition and my own identification of self to move through my relationships to find balance that's sustaining for both of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. Can you? Yes. Do you Toks. want to do the numbers first or you want me
1: to talk about the energetics? Um, with girl. Okay. So, um I'll touch on November um cuz that is all very much relevant. November will be a 35 8 universal month. Um, so we'll be addressing some karmic shit mm-hmm. this month. Eight. Um, <laughs> eight is the number of karma. And I thought you were going to say eight is the number of karmic shit. <laughs> That, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Again and again.
1: Yes. So, this isn't just an opportunity of, like, this isn't just, like, us experiencing karma. It's also creating karma. So, the 35 is about creating something in the physical. It's about, you know, making, it's a very... Powerful manifestation number, as is eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we will be manifesting a lot of things next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, be careful, uh, be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and this is a great month to kind of get your thinking right and so to speak <laughs> get your
0: head right, right? yeah get your get head, your head, head right. right
1: so that next month when you start manifesting and and bringing all this all these things into mm-hmm. your reality it's the things that you want not the things right. that you don't right mm-hmm. um so we're going to have uh, themes around creative freedom and mm-hmm. freedom of expression mm-hmm. we're going to be having a lot of talks mm-hmm. our words are going to be very important next mm-hmm. month Word. and um <clears throat> But this time it's going to be trickle, you know, trickling in, like I said, the influence of this, you know, this next year. So it might look less like emotion and more like almost an authoritarian type of energy um, with the seven and the eight influence. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be seeing themes around um, more negotiations. As I said, um, business, we're going to this is a great month. To you know, get your affairs in order. Get um, you know, your finances in order and straightened out. Um, I'm I'm feeling I don't know why, but I'm feeling like property is going to be a big theme next month. Mm. I don't know where that's coming from. um, Acquiring property or anything to do with property, taxes, um, buying and selling. Mm. You know, maybe it's something to do with the real estate market.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so we're gonna just gonna see a lot of themes around you know, the, the big machine, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and all of its moving parts, um, business is going to be at the forefront next month. Mm -hmm. Um, but it'll be a very good opportunity for you to create something new Mm -hmm. and bring about, like physically bring about the ideas that have been, you've been kind of mulling over. Maybe you have some ideas this month, next month will be, um, a month where you can implement those ideas yes <laughs> it's okay yeah. it'll also be a really great time to collaborate with people mm-hmm. um who can help you bring those ideas um into reality as well mm-hmm.
0: yes well, nice. Nice. Gang,
1: gang gang love it,
0: it. <laughs> um so yeah you didn't say something I thought you were gonna say what's that you'll you'll do it when I say it okay um <laughs> so yeah Going into November, something that was coming up for me was like um, this saying where it was like death and rebirth is a gift, um, yes. honoring the cycles. Mm-hmm. So like and to honor these cycles within me as I reflect on how that is mirrored in the outer landscape as within. So without, I am able to reclaim and harness a more sustainable and truthful power. Um, so as we've been feeling like this transformative energy building um, in November, the month will again be about transformation power sexuality honoring the shadow aspect and its correlation to the light um it will have us looking at the illusion of death which to me really feels like egoic death it can be physical death but like really this ego death calling us Mm -hmm. to look past it in order to welcome in new growth um november carries like this phoenix energetics for me okay um letting the flames consume and extinguish any limitations so new growth can ensue. Like, I have, like, the imagery of, like, controlled wildfires, you know, like, out in California. Okay. Um, Venus, Mercury, and the Sun will be entering Sagittarius.
1: <laughs> I might be, pr- like,
0: a little uh, partial because <laughs> I've got mostly Sagittarius on yeah. my chart. So, you know, next month there's going to be a lot of this wandering and movement in the heart space our communication and retrieval of information and how we express ourselves um november will definitely feel like a big observation of the light and the dark and how we can play with those um, and play in that duality november's gonna be lit i'm excited about it yes um and then yeah so you want to get into do you want to do your record so that's it that's it That's it. That's it. Now we're into correspondences. Um, Hooray. Yeah, and I kind of did correspondences for this month, like, leading into the rest of the month, and a couple for November, but they kind of tie in together, like, the end of the month and beginning of month.
1: Okay. They bleed into each other. Very cool. What do the the records say? Okay, so mainly the two messages that I had channeled for the month of October were about mental health um, Mm -hmm. and how it's highlighted, you know. (laughs) And it's going to be highlighted, you know, going into next year as well. And there's a reason for that. Tell us. Um, So, this is partially due to the fact that the energies of Earth are quickening, Mm -hmm. increasing, Mm -hmm. and our mental and emotional and physical embodiments just have not caught up. That's why everything feels so intense. Because it is. And we're sitting here like, what do I do? You know? (laughs) And it's, like, we can't fully ground, like, we can't Mm -hmm. fully, like, you know, assimilate these energies. It's, like, we're trying trying so hard to catch up. I think that's why a lot of people are just, like, so exhausted Mm -hmm. all the time. And
0: I think even, like, personally for us, I know, like, the beginning of the week, there was, like, one day where I called her and was just, like, in my shit. Like, could not, (laughs) like, my mental facilities were not up to par, yeah, you know what I mean, was, and there was this we big disconnect, that okay. like, <laughs> was not okay, like, and I remember being, like, I am not okay, like, and just needing to go to the park, and I think it was super busy that day, and there were, like, a million people there, and I was, like, on the phone with Beck. I'm, like, why is everybody like, just <laughs> <couch>? <laughs> here, like, how dare you come to you be outside? Park? you know, um, you know, and, the, but there was this hyper-awareness of, like, that disconnect of the emotional and the mm-hmm. mental landscape, and then you kind of took on the next day, it was your turn, it was my turn, you know yeah. what I mean, and, <laughs> But it's so funny how, yeah, there is, like, it's tied in with, like, it's Mental Health Awareness Month and, like, the energetics and the numerology. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, you look at these things and, again, we always say, like, the awareness of these energies and the awareness of, like, how they tie into the collective is so important and figuring out how to navigate it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, So yeah so because of that, you mm-hmm. know it's everything's very polarizing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's very draining mm-hmm. as well the paradox um we're on very polarizing frequencies and have been, but there will there will be a very stark difference. So many people will find themselves feeling heavier, but it's really important to balance out the chi of the body. Mm-hmm. That was something yeah. that very strongly came through. Um we're not oh, properly pushing know. that out. Yeah, pushing pushing right. that energy mm-hmm. out of us. We're just carrying it. It's mm-hmm. like, no, bro, you're not supposed to do that. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And we're also seeing this play out on the world stage with the disparity in our economic and Mm socio-political realm. Mm -hmm. Um, The polarization will only continue if the suppression goes unchecked. So I feel like that was a wink and a nod to the negotiation Mm -hmm. aspect of the numerology that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really need to, like, you know, make these changes happen for ourselves. But we have to do it from a very centered place. And so we need to be... Grounded. doing everything we can to get to that grounded clear thinking spot you know mm-hmm. however that looks for us
2: word my nerd word that was a good reminder Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you but she just kept coming, like, yeah. like yeah. push it. I, right. I just kept mm-hmm. seeing like someone Living go, you know, yeah. pushing yeah. Yeah. No, it. That out. makes a lot of
2: sense. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, with my other job, like my day job, seeing patients all day, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, I'm not always, you know, like cleansing mm-hmm. right from
1: that. You You're know. carrying those energies in your field. Yeah, and yeah, it's, and, it and is I think affecting. I can feel that, like, yep. even
2: kind of today. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And
1: and to to be clear, you know it's um like it hits us in different areas i Mm -hmm. guess you could say like um you know it might be more emotional you know at some times it might be more mental Mm -hmm. at other Mm -hmm. times like it manifests in different ways depending on where we're at Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. totally yep and i
0: think that's again like that theme of being the observer like Mm -hmm. and really observing where and recognizing like your coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. and how you're working through that Mm -hmm. yeah remembering the breath the prana moving energy
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah right in a cohesive way yes yeah, it's, it's real important you know
1: show sure is mm-hmm. i like it
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what uh tarot correspondences do you have for us um, okay so
1: well i'm kind of far away but the the Just chariot the, <laughs> <laughs> the chariot card of course is the mm. seventh card in the <laughs> tarot and you know the chariot represents um balance mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. success and um you know uncompromising what it is that you want mm-hmm. you know this is about really truly embodying um you know your calling and what you want to step into yeah I love and that then part. we right and then we yeah. have the the eight which will you know which mm-hmm. will represent november uh for us of course it's um you know, it has a lot of of power. <laughs> you know, like eight is the number of power, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like recognizing your power that you can um, move through anything. You know, give yourself grace, um, but also know that mm-hmm. you are a badass <laughs> and remember that. Remember that about yourself mm-hmm. as you move through these energies. And then, of course, six. The sixth card is the lovers, which this has been the theme mm-hmm. of relationships relationships and love mm. and all that <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> but just um you know just remembering to compromise it's like we have it's funny because we have you know the 6 and the 7 and it's like Compromise, don't compromise. Compromise, don't compromise. You know we have that that juxtaposition mm-hmm. there, and then of course we have all that two energy, the high priestess card, that, yes, that polarization Sorry. that we were talking about. Um, this card has been very prevalent. That feminine energy, that wanting to, um, to to get out of the codependent mind frame sovereignty sovereignty mm. yes queen literally <laughs> yes yeah. and then in 2023 so you know i wanted to bring up i wanted to bring up the empress card because we're gonna see you know these two ladies working together um with the 23 energy mm-hmm. and the empress is saying girl you know child, Chow. like please don't act ratchet you know (laughs) like like, please sit in your truth you are a queen just like me you know Mm -hmm. like she's embodying that that sovereignty Mm -hmm. that free spirit yes and um yeah
0: feeling alive yeah yeah
1: instead of sitting all serious on her throne and you know dwelling in her emotions, you right. know, she's, she's... That balance like, of the light and the shadow. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's exactly it.
0: Love it. Bam, bam. Wow. Thank you, ma'am. Yep. Go ahead. Wonderful. So, herbal correspondences. Um, like I said, I chose right some... Back. Okay, I chose some... Where are you going? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you whispered like nobody would notice I you know leaving. You. <laughs> <laughs> so some herbal correspondences. And like I said, I chose some that are kind of um, themes going the rest of the month and into the month of November. So and ones that I've been personally working with um, this month so far. So rhodiola. Um, it's a great root. Um, it's going to give us mental clarity. It also helps to reduce stress. Um, magically, it enhances our spiritual powers. So, like as we're like activating, we're you know becoming more tuned in with our emotions and our intuition. Spiritual power is super important. So, ro- rhodiola is a great root to work with. Ginseng um, is something I've been vibing with. So, this is going to be great for strengthening the overall system. Um, it nice. also improves our stamina. And uh, magically, it invokes power, attraction, and overall well being. Ginger, which I mean with the changing of the seasons, um, it's a great antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory. Um, but in magic, we can use it to access the astral realms. Mm. Um, it's great for, yeah, release, stimulation, our well-being. So as we're getting all these intuitive insights, as the veil is thinning, you know, it just hits so many... Um, burdock is another great route to work with. So this is actually going to strengthen our liver, um, you know, which is what breaks down the toxins in right. our body. Um, and in magic, it's great for protection and cleansing and also balances our internal heat. So like I was saying, nice. in November, we've got this Phoenix energy going on. So it's going to really help to balance also that duality between the light and the dark. Um, let's see, Tulsi, you'll always hear me talk about Tulsi. It's like the OG. Um, it's... Lakshmi, yeah, it's Lakshmi um, who I work with. So this is um, an adaptogen. It's one of the overall most wonderful, in my opinion, adaptogens other than ashwagandha. Um, But Mm. it's a great overall wellness herb, um, and it reduces stress. And in magic, you can use it for like pretty much. It's like a holy herb. So like anything pulling in positive energy and things like that. You know, abundance, manifestation, things like that. Um, mullion. So again, with the changing of the seasons, it's really helpful for the respiratory system. it's magically really good for awareness and spiritual protection which i feel like is super important right now i Mm -hmm. know like the beginning of this week and i can kind of feel the energetics going there's like this need for psychic protection for spiritual protection for like we were saying like protecting this the emotional and spiritual body especially when you're Mm. interacting with others like being aware what you're pulling in um and that you're releasing and alchemizing those things properly so that's great for that um mugwort is another great one so as we've been kind of walking in this dreamy between worlds uh you know that kind of thing it's a great sleep aid it also helps um, with digestion which is super wonderful and it helps us to travel in the astral realm so like really being able to recollect your dreams and things like that it's super helpful damiana um this one i particularly chose for november i love damiana but you can make a tonic with this for stress um it also helps with like low energy um your libido it's great for that um in magic you can use it for dream work for sexuality (coughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah sexuality magic which you know with those two queens it's gonna be super prevalent november's gonna have you feeling spicy Mm -hmm. um nettle Is another great one this is going to be super nourishing which is very important this time of year Mm. especially with all these mental health things going on and all of this kind of tug of war that's happening between the emotional and the physical body Mm -hmm. the spiritual and the mental body um nettle is great for that for nourishing the system it's also an anti-inflammatory it calms the emotions magically you can work with it to um, do spell work surrounding like limitations and boundaries and it's also great for psychic protection Um, And then raspberry leaf. This is just a great herb.
1: Um, It oxygenates the blood
0: cells. It's also good for the GI tract. So that digestion, um, you know, as we're going through all these emotional changes, you might notice that your digestive system kind of starts acting funny if you're not, like, self-regulating your emotions and stuff. So that's a super super helpful one um, for your GI tract. And you also can use it, again, in sensuality magic um, with so like sensuality sexuality magic is going to be something that you're probably going to want to work with in november especially again that duality between the light and the dark self um, yes and tapping into that sensual nature especially as we're going into scorpio season um and then in the beginning of the month we'll be in scorpio season scorpio is very sensual um i think it rules the eighth house like it which does. is you know which part of that is like sex power um (laughs) so yeah that's what i chose for then and of course there'll be more when we do the november vibe check but
1: yes lit so yeah
0: again transformation of the psyche has been occurring that yeah just stay grounded which i feel like we keep saying presence in the body and staying grounded yes it it, because it's
1: so important and i feel like as we get wrapped up in our day to day lives mm-hmm. and and we get busy and things like that, we forget and 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 then the end of the day comes and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so exhausted. You yeah. know, it's like take that time, cr- carve that time out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, allow yourself that grace and that and that opportunity to heal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's almost kind of too like having a spiritual toolbox, right? It sure because is. it's
0: like very easy to forget the tools that we have to successfully like maneuver through things sometimes we're in the moment so like even checking in with yourself at the beginning of the day I feel like is coming through and saying what tools do I have okay my breath work Mm -hmm. if that's something you do like even your breath is like the biggest tool you can have Mm -hmm. as far as just like attuning back into the body Mm -hmm. for me it's movement what's something that you use to bring yourself back into
1: center um, I personally um, I like to be in and around water. Mm-hmm. I love to take baths, especially salt baths that really helps like dissipate mm-hmm. the energies that are not for me
0: yeah
1: um, I also like to um, just go outside put my bare feet in the grass, mm-hmm. do some movement yeah um, I don't do the cool moments like you do but She's I still cool yeah I still I still you know comparison um, cut it out I know but I try to honor you know, yeah where i'm at yeah so yeah again i think it's like being
0: clear like at the beginning of your day just like what spiritual tools do i have yeah Yeah. like what makes me feel good when i'm not feeling good and let me remember these things when shit hits the fan so that i can kind of temper the flames and
1: yeah yeah and listening to high vibrational music Mm -hmm. is also Mm -hmm. a great way to just kind of recenter yourself, you know, get back into that space, mm-hmm. that flow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. You're the best. <laughs> um, Love you. <laughs> is it still
0: ongoing? It, it is. is. Yes, we're almost done. We're, we're, we're almost finishing done. up right now. <laughs> Sorry. So, yes, yeah, so we're wrapping we're up. We're wrapping um, up.
1: So, do we want to talk about the workshop? Yes.
0: So, before we close out,
1: um, do you want to talk? You want to, yeah. I'll do it if do you it. want me to. Do it, girl. Okay. Hello, my baby. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, this, listen, no, not this Saturday. Next, Next Saturday, Saturday, the 22nd, Ashley and I have a workshop at Delta Groove Yoga. Mm. It's intuitive. Numerology and herbal astrology, magic, yeah, and oh, it's gonna be so lit! Like y'all need to come for it, a... <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's gonna be in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. If you're not local, it will be streamed online, so you can check it out. Technology. Go to deltagrooveyoga.com dot and they have a list of classes and workshops, and that's where you can sign up.
0: Mm-hmm. And it'll
1: be including
0: um, intuitive numerology for the energetics going yes. on. Um, there'll be some interactive herbal things happening um, becca's going to be leading a beautiful guided meditation yeah it's going to be a beautiful experience you'll definitely yes. want to check it we're out really it's one of many and i think we're going to be doing like a more intensive one where we're actually teaching about numerology teaching yes. about herbal magic and ties to astrology so that's yes. to come it's essentially nice. like a live and in person vibe check yes which is super but exciting. also not but also but not. also, but also yes. Yes. kind of
1: <laughs> so yeah it's going to be great so awesome. we really look forward to seeing everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming to the vibe check yes. today. Yes, again, thank, thank you to Katie. Oh, sorry, sorry. Thank you to New Day. Thank you to Katie Billings for joining us today. Thank you to Miss Jennifer Ledbetter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys. We love you thank all. You so much. Yes. Ta ta. Ta ta for
0: now. Hurry, run. Bye. Turn it off. Bye. Run. run. <laughs> <laughs> I can't run. This.